Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. And I'm very pleased to be joined now by Carol Rogers, who is vice chair of the board of directors of the City of Philadelphia Health Centers. Carol is a retired worker at the Philadelphia Department of Public Health and a longtime activist. And I'll just say that when I was early in my career working at the Youth Health Empowerment Project and uh, doing HIV prevention work, uh, Carol partnered with our organization and many others uh, on initiatives to really get uh, life-saving tools in the hands of people um, to prevent HIV uh, the I remember the the female condom initiative that that you helped spearhead getting that out in the hands of people who were doing street outreach like our organization. And I've always looked up to Carol as a public health warrior and activist for many, many years. So thank you so much for being on the show. It's really an honor to have you. Ah, thank you so much, Amadi. And it's so great to be here with you. And well, word and congrats on the 20 years word. That's great. Thank you. Um, well, I I wanted to have you on because I got information from you this past week about um, a really important thing that could be happening. The promise of two new health centers in a really underserved area of the city. Could you just talk about um, the importance of this and w- basically what's going on? How do these health centers, how, are, how is it even possible that we can get two new health centers um, and why do we need these in this particular area? Great. Thank you. And um, let me first start by saying what are the city health centers of Philadelphia? As as you introduced me, I am the vice chair. We have a board that that um, oversees eight city health centers run by the city um, Department of Public Health. Together, those health centers serve about 80,000 Philadelphians, regardless of their insurance status, who they are, where they come from, any Philadelphia resident. Um, so, so we have fought for a long time to save the other eight health centers for a long time. Um, an area of the city, the near Northeast, the lower Northeast, particularly in zip codes 191110, 191210, 191240, if you look at a map of the city of Philadelphia, there are two areas in the lower Northeast that just show very clearly that they do not have access to primary care. Health Center 10, which is the city, uh, the city health center located in Northeast Philadelphia is at Cotman and Bustleton is the busiest health center in the city. And it takes twice as long to get a, a, an adult um, appointment at that health center than it does in our other health centers. So fortunately, we've been looking at we, and I say we, both the board, who I will say is made up of 50% or more health center patients, so that um, the people on our board are people that are seen in our health centers and represent the people there really well. Um, so so the, the administration of the city and we have been looking for a long time at trying to get additional health centers in the near Northeast. Finally, people in the department work very hard. And, and let me just say this. We are getting a new mayor. And I love that we have a woman mayor. But every single time we get a new mayor, we have to convince them of the value of these wonderful health centers. As I said, 
currently the eight health centers serve 80,000 Philadelphians each year. Um, these two new health centers, which are in the city budget for this year, will provide an additional 46,000 um, patients to be served each year. So that's a lot of people. That is so, a lot. Um, so as I said, it's taken a long time to get this in the budget. It's in the budget. The health department has been working to try and find a space. They have identified a space, uh, in fact, two spaces in the Northeast, one at the Frankfurt Transportation Center and one at um, the Friends Hospital. The Friends Hospital is a much bigger site and would be a much bigger facility um, and would serve about 30,000 patients per year. Wow. Now, there's a small group of residents, I'll say residents, I won't even say neighbors, I will say people that live in the Northeast that are opposing this new health center at the Friends site. Um, they they opposed it on the grounds that an old building would have to be knocked down, and it, it's an old building called Lawnside. I think it is architecturally important. I will say it has been sitting empty for 70 years. Um, the health wow. department did look at, let's look at a way to incorporate this into the building. It was just too expensive. It just... It, it just, I, I'm not an architect, but this is, this is what I do believe is true. So, um, the, so the historical commission has approved the health center, but this small group of neighbors is still opposing it. They are saying things like, um, that, uh, Roosevelt Boulevard is the busiest, um, and most dangerous highway in the country. And it is. But many people use Roosevelt Boulevard to go everywhere. You go to churches, you go to anywhere. Um, and then on the other hand, they are saying that they want their serenity. So, you know, anybody that is familiar with Friends Hospital site, it's a huge and beautiful green site. I used to go there back in the day. We used to go and look when the Azalea Gardens were in bloom. I'm sure many of your listeners remember that because it's such a beautiful place. So this small group of residents is opposing this new site. Um, every month we, we are held up. I don't know. I, I figure 46,000 divided by 12 is a close to 4,000 people each month who is, are not getting their health care. We're no, no closer to getting them health care. So what we have to show right now, this health center is in, um, Councilwoman Ketsi Lozada's district, the seventh district. And as we all know, councilmanic prerogative, you have to approve it if it's in your district. She needs to hear from everybody in her district um, that we want a health center there. That There are 500,000 people in Northeast Philadelphia. There are probably 150 people in this small group, if that. I mean, I've seen 20. I don't know how many people are opposing it. But we must let Councilwoman Lozada know that there is more support for the health center than there is opposition against the health center. So um, Councilwoman Lozada is holding two community meetings in the Northeast. I know that um, some of these people opposing the health center will be there. It is a an ugly situation. I will tell you that. Um, but we have ugly, many of our patients. Ugly how? Ugly I'm how? Sorry. Um, just yelling at people and screaming at people for at, for standing up and saying that they need health care and that. Um, you know, many of our patients from Health Center 10 went and said, you know, I need a health center a little closer to my house. I have to take my 95-year-old mother up there. It's hard. So 
so so they've been at some community, at least two community meetings that I'm aware of. There's one on February 21st, and there's one on February 27th um, that we're trying to organize people, particularly from Councilwoman Lozada's district, to go to these meetings. It's not like we're asking people from around the city, but we are asking people from around the city to call their council members. Um, we know many, uh, you know, back in the day when we were fighting for the health centers, every person on the city council knew how important the health centers are. You know, we haven't had to be out front for a long time, so we're going to have to do it this time so that people know what these health centers mean to the individuals in Philadelphia. So any of your listeners, if people want to get involved, particularly people that live in the Northeast or in Ketsi Lozada's district, the Philadelphia Unemployment Project is organizing and is organizing people to go to these community meetings that I uh, discussed. We are asking people to call Councilwoman Lozada, um, whose number is 215-686-3448, and let her know that you support health care in the city of Philadelphia. And, you know, Amani, I do understand that when we, you know, we've been fighting for these health centers for a long, long time. When I was doing this work 35 years ago, I don't think any neighbors would have opposed a health center. People love our health centers. Our health centers don't bring down property values. They don't, they, they bring business. They, people, people use the health centers and, and they're important in communities. So it's not like anybody wants to take a community away from people. There's a lot of room there. Let me ask you a question, because when I first saw uh, your email about this, I thought, is this is the opposition similar to people who oppose? Is there any connection to people opposing like uh, the safer injection sites in in that district? Or like, is there any what's the connection there? Because I know that district, that community has been under siege in a way by the drug trade and everything. And so the idea of anything coming in, but this is so different. This is public health. This is, you know, this is not like a, 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 you know, going to be open late hours and and things like that. No, correct. Um, uh, This is a site that has to be safe for people with baby strollers and um, you know, and wheelchairs when, when they're needed. Um, this is not a safe injection site. Um, what is the relationship? I, 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 I don't know. I think there is one. I, as I said, I don't think 35 years ago, people in a neighborhood would have said, no, you can't build a health center here. Um, I just, I, I think we as a city embrace the need for healthcare more than that. We have voted as a city a number of times to uphold the right to universal healthcare. So I, 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 I wouldn't, I wouldn't propose to put words in somebody else's mouth. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's so ugly, Maddie. I'm just so heartbroken because I, I didn't want, you know, it, we should be celebrating the opening of these health centers. As I said, each together, the two health centers in the Northeast will serve an additional uh, 46,000 individuals each year for primary care. That means that doesn't mean they go once. That means for whatever their health care issue is, they go on a regular basis. They can get free medications there. If they don't have insurance and they're eligible, they can be um, enrolled in insurance. If they can't get insurance because they um, 
because they're um, unauthorized, they don't need insurance. They will get help in the health centers, no matter who you are, as long as you're a Philadelphia resident. So, you know, we're really proud of, of, of the patient care that goes on. Not to say that God knows we all need better treatments. We need better health care. We need more people to take care of all the needs that exist. Mm-hmm. But these health centers work. And um, we would love to see support citywide to let everybody know how important it is that we build um, two new health centers in Northeast Philadelphia. And then guess what? We'll see where the need is most. And I hope I hope it'll be some younger people taking the next fight for the next health centers after these two. <laughs> but I guess I'm still here as long as I'm here. So, Well, I mean, I'll just say that, you know, I am grateful to have health insurance coverage now, even though um, in some ways uh, I resent the existence of health insurance because it's so expensive. Right. Um, but I'm fortunate to have it. Uh, but when I did not have health insurance, I haven't always had health insurance coverage. And I I used the public health centers, um, the public health center in my neighborhood at the time. And I got great care. Yeah. Sometimes the wait was long, but I got I had very caring doctors there, very caring staff. And um, I got great care and I didn't have to uh, you know, prove anything about my financial situation or anything, I, I could just walk in and get the care that I needed. And so there's a lot of people who are relying on that who have, quote unquote, fallen through the cracks of Obamacare and, 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 and everything else. Um, and like you said, people who are uh, undocumented uh, and, and can also also need health care, even if they're not documented, they still need health care. Um, and th- these these uh, facilities are so, so important. Um, and imagine having a brand new facility to be able to utilize in your neighborhood. Right. Because a lot of you know, a lot of some of them are are kind of in old buildings. So um, if this if these are if these are approved, if Council Member Lozada approves these moving forward, what is the timeline for when they would actually come into being and become a reality? Well, um, okay, so we have to have Councilwoman Lozada will definitely have to support um, the zoning, uh, which has which hasn't come up yet. Um, and and I also feel like um, Mayor Sorrell Parker needs to support the health centers too. As I, I, I and as I've said, um, every time a new mayor comes in, we kind of have to explain the program to them because this program brings money to the general fund. It's not like we're using your taxes to pay for other people's health care. The, the administrators have managed to bring in funding as as much as possible. And so, you know, it, it's not like we're spending money out of the general fund for other people's health care. And, and let me also say, Amadi, our health care system is a mess. There's no question whether mm-hmm. people have insurance or whether they don't. Um, you know, the medications that we have, it's just a mess. It's, uh, you know, we were hoping to get to a holistic healthcare system. Well, people have it in their minds, but it, it's not in practice yet. But I will say that the staff that work at our health centers are there because they want to be, and they work hard and, and they work through, I mean, it's really hard. And any young person who's going into healthcare who would like to have a great, great career, I highly recommend our city health centers or public health as a field, because 
you always have work. <laughs> There's always plenty to do in the field of public health. So one of the things you shared with me is that um, that in you've had to fight for these health centers more than once. Just Correct. talk about talk about the kind of the history of fighting for these public health centers and why it is. I mean, you said yes, you have to convince each new administration about the need and stuff. But like, you know, you talked about in the eighties when there was underfunding of the public health, like just talk about the history of this fight and why it's so important. Sure. I'll try to. Um, so let, Philadelphia was the first city in the nation, although not the last to lose our public hospital, um, Philadelphia general hospital, PGH, which is now where uh, children's hospital is in it. it um, so we were the first big city to close our hospital. We did have at the time what they were called, um, categorical health centers, public health departments all over the country. You would have a TB testing clinic. You would have a prenatal clinic. You might have um, immunization clinic. It wasn't comprehensive care. It was just it was public health. In the 70s, and you, you may know Walter Lear. When Walter Lear worked for the um, health department, he worked to establish these primary health care centers. Um, and I, I wasn't around when they first opened. Um, I started to work at the department in 1980. In 1980, we know, as I was very active in my union, DC 47 asked me, um, we noticed that we were running out of Band-Aids, the health centers, it was just a chaotic, we were running out of supplies, we were running out of medications, we were running out of all kinds of things. And as a union person we looked into it and it was funny because there was a there was a slogan around at the time which uh was a universal healthcare slogan that um said no more band-aids it was a button that people wore and i'm like please don't say no more band-aids we can't get them in our health centers <laughs> so we need band-aids to put on the, but you know metaphorically no more band-aids but so so we noticed that the commitment to the health centers was going down, that um, waits were getting longer and longer. And I I remember just noticing how the patient number was dropping. And I, I said to some people, some early AIDS activists, to people working in maternal family and child health, to people organizing for the uninsured, to neighborhood activists, we need to save these health centers. Because it was a time of privatization. It was in the um, Reagan. Uh, Ronald Reagan was trying to sell off all public, you know, like sell off the gas works, sell off the hospital, put it into private. So so we fought it um, and we built a lot of support around it. And we had, so so we would go and testify at hearings in the city council and we'd have the balcony full and the back and we'd have patients standing up and saying we need these health centers. Up until then, really, people hadn't talked about the health centers because, you know, when you're sick, you're not organizing, you're really taking care of, or when you're pregnant, you know, you are taking care of yourself. But so it was really my union and many people act up and, and we the people and all kinds of people in the city that built a campaign to say these health centers are important, they cannot be privatized. And uh, Mayor Wilson Good um, 
was that was a mayor at the time. His mother was a patient at, at one of the health centers, and we yeah. still had to convince him how important these health centers were. But we did. And he signed an executive order mandating that the city provide eight district health center, um, eight um, comprehensive health centers, as well as the, the services that needed to be provided in there. It was somewhat based on a, the federally qualified health center model. Um, so we were successful. And, and so the mayor, um, he passed an executive order and we said, no, we're going to get legislation. So we did. And um, John Street was a district council member at the time. He became, he had a woman in his office. I can't remember her name, but she was a pit bull and she was, so, she was so strongly in favor of the health centers that she made everybody in that city council in favor. So, you know, we, we mobilized. Um, mm-hmm. So at that time, I truly feel like we were able to build the support for the health centers because all through the years, people didn't talk about cutting them. I mean, they might have talked about it, but then they would say, oh, where's that legislation? Where's that piece of paper? So we knew they weren't going to get cut. Um, then there was also um, an initiative, I think it was 2004, where there was a ballot initiative that asked the question, um, do you believe that the health department shall develop a plan so that everybody in the city of Philadelphia has access to decent health care? Mm-hmm. And that ballot initiative passed by 81% citywide. There was not one division, including this little area near the Friends Hospital, that voted less than 57% in favor of that ballot question. So mm-hmm. we know that people in the city of Philadelphia support health care yeah. for people. We know they do. Yeah, yeah. Well, we're up on our break, Carol. I want to thank you for coming on. Um, I'm going to just repeat uh, Ketsi Lozada, Councilmember Ketsi Lozada's office is 215-686-3448. If people want, if you live in her district and uh, you are in support of this, which hopefully you have been now convinced by Carol, uh, <laughs> you should call her office and tell her to please bring these, uh, you know, allow these two health centers to be built and um, and everybody else, call your uh, council members at large, call your own council members and tell them that you also support the expansion of our public health system here in Philadelphia. So thank you, Carol. Thank you for your thank work. Thank you, Amani. You thank say you you're so retired, much. but I, you know, obviously <laughs> you're not. You're still out there in the fights and we appreciate it. Much love. All right. You. And your listeners. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com. 